Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is my second show of the day on Sundays. I host You Better You Bet with Nick Costos and Ross Tucker and... We bring on Alan Berg from Caesars Palace, and it's a degenerate gambling fantasy show exclusively on the Radio.com app. But You Better You Bet also airs Monday through Friday, weeknights, I think 5 to 9 p.m. Central Time. I'm pretty sure I have that right. And Nick Costos is the straw that stirs the drink. He is maybe the breakout media star of this football season. The Costos on Twitter. You see his videos at Sports Illustrated. He's the man. Nick Costos with me on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, buddy? Danny, what's going on, bro? Just sweating out the uh, the over in this Cowboys-Eagles game, man. I've got the Cowboys. Now it just seems like one garbage time touchdown by the Eagles, and we covered this over as well, which will be great. And by the way, that is a hell of a show open you got there, man. Worthy of the star that you are. I thought I was the hardest working man in sports media. You and I did a show this morning, and now you've got another four-hour show right now. So kudos to you. Been a great NFL Sunday. Hopefully we can finish this off with this over. Well, yeah, good luck there. Have you had a good day? Are you, are you up today? I'm up today because my biggest bets of the day came in, and those were the Colts that you and I talked about on the show this morning. Jacoby Brissett outperforming Deshaun Watson in fantasy, which was good for me as well. So the Colts uh, ended up covering, winning outright, although they did make it a little interesting, giving the ball to Deshaun Watson down a touchdown at the end of that game. And then how about the Baltimore Ravens winning outright in Seattle? That was a big help for me as well. Had the Ravens with the points and also on the money line, and this will be a nice way to close the day out. I've got the Cowboys, and assuming this over comes in a well, I think we're looking at a pretty good NFL Sunday here ahead of tomorrow night's game, which I got a, a strong feeling on as well. Okay, what do you like tomorrow? Uh, I like the Jets. I, I like the Jets getting the 10 points, getting the 9.5, whatever it is. And, Danny, I know this is going to sound nuts, and there are going to be people that think I'm crazy. But then again, people thought I was crazy last week when I picked the Jets to beat the Cowboys outright at MetLife. I think this is going to be a close game in the fourth quarter. I love the Jets to cover this number. You know, Tom Brady and the Patriots haven't looked right on offense for a couple weeks now. They have absolutely no speed on the offense. Josh Gordon's not going to play in the game tomorrow night. It's really just Julian Edelman in this passing game, and maybe like oh, you'll one of these undrafted rookies, Jacoby Myers or somebody else. And C.J. Mosley's back in where we remember C.J. Mosley in the first half of the first game against Buffalo before he went out. You know, he was the fulcrum of this defense. That's what they signed him to be, and he's going to be back. So I think the Jets' defense is going to hold down this Patriots' offense a bit. Sam Darnold's a massive upgrade, obviously, over Luke Falk. I think this is a close game tomorrow night. I give the Jets a chance to win, and I love the Jets to cover that number on Monday Night Football. We're talking to Nick Costos. You better you bet on radio.com. Follow him on Twitter and Instagram at the Costos, K-O-S-T-O-S. So I'm in this like horrible gambling rut where if I make a one unit play, like the smallest bet that I'll make, I'm winning it at like a 70% clip. But when I make two, three, four unit plays, I'm hitting it like a 25% clip over the last month. I am in such a horrible rut. I'm considering going Costanza and just going opposite of what I normally play on my big bets. When you get into horrible picking stretches, do you have superstitions or do you just believe that it's all going to come out in the wash in the end? Man, I guess I, I, like the Dave Chappelle skit, man. When you got hate in your heart, you got to let it out, man. And that's what I do. I got a lot of hate in my heart when I watch these games on an NFL Sunday. Like, 
people are like when they, they, they people talk to me if they meet me in person they follow me on twitter like are you really like that in real life and i say yes like i'm an absolute crazy madman on these nfl sundays the stuff absolutely gets under my skin like last week i was apoplectic all 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 day last sunday with the browns not being able to cover the spread and then the rams and the falcons and the lace plays that was terrible it literally took me a couple days to get over you know these are like therapy sessions on you better you bet on radio.com sports once i get over it though you got to be able to reset turn the page and at least have confidence here in your ability man like, I talk to you every Sunday morning. You know what you're doing. You're going to get back on track here. There's no doubt about it coming up soon, and I have confidence. Tomorrow night you'll take the Jets with me, and then next, next week in the NFL I feel like we're going to dominate. But really all it is is you've you got to find a way to cycle those feelings out, get back on the horse, have confidence in your own ability to get going again. And Jets win tomorrow night, and this is going to turn out to be a uh, cover the spread tomorrow night. This will be a nice week for yours truly. All right, listen, I'll, I'll follow you into the gates of hell, man, so I'll, I'll follow you with the Jets, but it's just like when you have the under of 44 in Cincy Jacksonville and it's 10-9 like, at the start of the fourth quarter and somehow that game pushes or you have Chargers plus two and they score not one but two touchdowns and have them both overturned uh, by instant replay and then end up losing by three. Like I'm not a religious man. I'm not a superstition man. I believe, I believe in logic and facts and reason, but sometimes it's like, oh, people say that gambling is a sin. Maybe I should, I should take a week off or something and just like repent like it's Yom Kippur. Well, like a man, if you if, if you like logic and reason, then I don't think gambling on the National Football League is the thing for you, man. There are times every Sunday when, like, I actually will say to myself out loud, I actually put like my own like hard earned American dollars on the sport. Where like craziest crap happens. Look, I mean, we there are a million examples you can run through every week. How about this past Monday night? I had the Lions on the money line. The referees literally stole that game for me and the Lions and handed it to Aaron Rodgers or the Packers. I mean, I, I, the, the Brown-Seahawks game last weekend, right, there could be a thousand parallel universes running concurrently to each other, and this is the only timeline out of the thousand. And the other 999, the Browns would have won that game last Sunday and covered the spread against the Seahawks. This is the one timeline where the Seahawks ended up winning that game and the Browns didn't cover the spread. So, I mean, it's inexplicable. It makes no sense, but... These are the kind of things that you just got to let roll off your shoulder. I mean, easier said than done. It literally took me until midweek to get over that Browns loss, but you got to do it, and that's just kind of the way it is, or else you get swallowed up by the beast, man, and the beast is hungry, especially on Sundays and Mondays. Yeah, normally our therapy session's in the morning, but I needed a little one tonight, which is why I called you, and I appreciate you answering the phone. Uh, Non-gambling for just a second. You you are a Giants fan. We talked about uh, Giants, Cardinals today, and young quarterbacks in the NFC. Daniel Jones's regression, my God, like three fumbles, an interception. He's second in the NFL in turnovers. Last three weeks, four touchdowns, seven picks, three fumbles. Are you worried about your boy Danny Dimes? You know, I'm, I'm not panicking right now with, with Daniel Jones because there's a couple things that are at play. I mean, number one, this coaching staff is absolutely abysmal, both offensive and defensive. I mean, Pat Shermer has committed several fireable offenses. Like, in the last, like, ten days, step out over the course of the season, the punt in the Patriots game, down by two scores with nine minutes left. And how about his draw on third and 15 towards the end of the game today? I mean, like, you can't make this crap up. And then he gets up there, arrogant and ignorant in front of the media like he does every week with the, oh, well, you're asking me questions. What the hell do you know about football? Actually, Pat, I'll bet you that there are college students right now who are drinking, you know, butt heavies on their couch that could call better plays and know not to call a draw on third and 15. And, you know, the Giants even said, if you watch this game, like the Giants shifted on defense a couple times in this game, expecting passes from Kyler Murray, and they were just pounding it down their throats with Chase Edmonds. 
So, I mean, this was just a pathetically coached game, I thought, by the Giants' offensive and defensive staffs. And, you know, until they get, like, a real coach in there, I don't think it's really fair to evaluate D'Angelo Jones because I think Pat Strummer absolutely thinks. And I want people to remember Eli Manning's rookie year. Eli replaced Kurt Warner in 2004. The Giants were 5-4, and four, lost his first six starts, and then they won the final one on Sunday Night Football against the Dallas Cowboys for the final game of the 2009. The final game of the 2005 season. Eli was terrible his rookie year, but he started getting better as the uh, as the year went along. So we can't judge Jan- judge Daniel Jones based on these last couple starts. You know, you know, this one was a little discouraging, I would say, but I think that he'll be fine. Let's get his weapons back. Let's get a real offensive coach in there, hopefully next year. And as long as he's looking better in December, I'll feel good heading into next year. Who's the better young quarterback in New York, Daniel Jones or Sam Darnold? Uh, Sam Darnold, um, for right now. I mean, I, I, that could obviously change as the season moves along, but I'm a big Darnold guy, and look, Darnold showed you some of what he can do last week against the Cowboys. I was more of a Darnold guy than Daniel Jones when both were coming out. I obviously think the Giants made a massive error, and Saquon Barkley's a great player, and this is not to disparage Saquon, but taking a running back second overall, Danny, as you would say, is suboptimal. I mean, you watch the game today. If I had told you Chase Edmonds was the second overall pick in the draft and Saquon Barkley was like the seventh rounder, you probably would have believed it. And that's not shaded Saquon Barkley. Like, that was a terrible pick. They should have picked Sam Darnold. They deluded themselves into thinking Eli was going to be good last year. That was a mistake. And then they brought him back again this year. I mean, this organization is so poor from top to bottom that I think Daniel Jones, honestly, is the least of the concerns for the New York football Giants. We're talking to Nick Costos. He hosts the uh, Sports Illustrated videos, The Line, the for gambling each and every week. You have to see it. He's an absolute mani- maniac. And then You Better You Bet on Radio.com, the app, uh, Monday through Friday, 5 to 9 Central, and then Sunday mornings with me as his co-host uh, from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. Central Time. Have you looked yet at the Week 8 lines? Oh, I mean, of course. I was looking at them in preparation of this, thinking that, that you and I would be talking about them and and I, I am happy to report, Mr. Parkins, that I do have a couple early thoughts coming up for Week 8 in the National Football League. Okay, I, I want to I get them in a second, but I'm just curious. Sunday night football next oh, you week. You already know. You already yeah. know. <laughs> Green Bay, who you say is fraudulent, is a three-point favorite in Arrowhead. Arrowhead at night, but Matt Moore is the quarterback, and the Packers looked dominant today. Do you have a lean in Green Bay, Kansas City, Packers minus three? There is a literal 100% chance that I bet on the Chiefs next Sunday night. Like, there is, <laughs> there's just absolutely no doubt about it. And look, like, I kind of have to, and I put this on Twitter today, I kind of have to take the L on the whole Packers being fraudulent thing because I think it's pretty clear, like, I don't know if this team's going to win the Super Bowl, but I don't think they're fraudulent. And I think they kind of showed that today. I mean, Rodgers is like a vintage Rodgers performance. And, you know, look, Derek Carr had the really stupid play, obviously. But even without that play, fumbling it out of the end zone for the touchback, Packers still would have won and covered the spread in this game. So I, I just have to take the L. Poor handicapping by me. Packers were clearly the right side in today's game. And uh, Packers are obviously a really good team. But, I mean, look. Everyone's going to be on the Packers now. Everyone's back on the Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback in the league. You know, you're going to hear with Mahomes out, like, is Rodgers the best quarterback in the league? That'll be the narrative that's driven this week by the national media. By the time Sunday night rolls around, everyone and their mother is going to have a ticket on the Green Bay Packers. I'll go the other way. Hashtag, hashtag crime time home underdogs, and I'll take those points with, uh, with Matt Moore and the Chiefs. Hopefully that'll pick up to three and a half and I'll get the hook. But that is a 100% chance, no brainer, that I'll take the Chiefs next Sunday night. I don't know if you're a fan of the movie Rounders, but there is a scene where the guys who all play in the New York poker club end up seeing each other at the table in Atlantic City a couple hours away. And they're like, you know, if we were just going to take each other's roles, we should have just stayed home. You and I should just bet each other's money. 
Why don't we just lock it in right now? I'll take the Packers. You take the Chiefs. We don't have to pay the VIG, and we're good to go. Nice. I think that we should probably do that, but let's let's wait till I get that hook at plus three and a half. No, no. I want. I want it. I'll take that hook. I wanted it three right now. What uh, you said? You looked. What other games do you are, do you already know you're going to like for next week? Um, okay, let's roll through it here. You know, I, I look at the Carolina Panthers. My early lean is towards them catching six points on the road in San Francisco. Look, Niners obviously got the job done today. And, like, I don't even know how you judge that game today with, with how wet it was in Washington, D.C. But I think the Panthers getting six, I think that'll be a pretty close game. Also, how about this? This will be a kind of a close-your-nose special. I think this is a 100% pants play for me. The Denver Broncos getting six-and-a-half points on the road in Indianapolis. Now, last time we saw Denver, of course, nationally televised audience getting embarrassed by, by Matt Moore and the Kansas City Chiefs. And then the Colts today were super impressive in beating the Texans. And, you know, Jacoby Brissett threw four touchdowns today. So, again, I think we want to go against the narrative in as many spots as we can, right? The narrative is going to be that the Colts are a much better team this week. I give the Broncos a chance to win that game outright next week. So I really like uh, the Denver Broncos. I'm looking at this Cleveland Browns-Patriots game next week. And, of course, we need to wait to see how it shakes out tomorrow night. Let's assume the Patriots win, whether it's a blowout or whether it's close. That number is going to be like 10, 10 and a half. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I kind of want to take the points with the Cleveland Browns in that game. That's my initial inclination there because everyone's going to take the Patriots. So let's wait and see what happens tomorrow night and see if we can get any kind of value on that game as uh, as kind of the week moves along. And this Seahawks-Falcons game, I think it opened at Seahawks minus three or minus three and a half. It's going to be tough for me uh, to back the Atlanta Falcons at any point moving forward. That may be an, an, an auto bet against. And the last one here, Bills-Eagles. Buffalo's one and a half right now. We'll see what this line reopens at after this uh, butt kicking finishes up between the Cowboys and the uh, and the Eagles. I think the Eagles are going to find a way to win that game again. Everyone's going to want to take Buffalo. Buffalo coming off the win today. Eagles getting embarrassed on Sunday night. I'll almost certainly play the Eagles next Sunday in Western New York. He's a great handicapper. He's wildly entertaining at the Costos on Twitter and Instagram. Plug you better you bet so people know where to find it and what you guys are doing Monday through Friday. I really appreciate it, man, for, for, for letting me do that. Yeah, you better. You've got 6 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Radio.com, the Radio.com app. We also um, we podcast it in, like, little chunks, right? So we've got, like, eight chunks from the show. We call it the You Better You Bet Buffet. I came up with that, unless it's a bad idea, in which case producer Eli came up with it. So you can really just digest it in as many of whatever you want to listen to. You want to take one guest interview, listen to that. It's that instead of, like, three hours put up there or four hours put up there. So check it out wherever you find podcasts. Rate, review, and subscribe because I'm insecure and it helps me sleep better at night. And, of course, Danny and I on Sunday mornings, 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Radio.com, talking sports gambling, having some fun, um, trying to win some money. And uh, hopefully we'll, we'll finish that today and the Eagles can score in garbage time here. 37-10 Cowboys right now. Costos, great stuff, man. I'll go let you go back to your sweat. I appreciate the time. Appreciate it, man. And we will work that out over the course of the week this week. Uh, we will have our side bet on Chiefs Packers coming up next Sunday night. Perfect. Thank you. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.